This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. Mm. You cannot talk to me. On the second leave, I'll go to the girl. Bitch. Hi, Swallowers. <laughs> Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J, on Twitter and Instagram as H.I. Emery. And I'm joined here today oh with some Negroes I know who don't know how to shut the fuck up. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Mm. Joining me today is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. Hey, long live Nicki Minaj. Until she retires. Yes. And also joining me is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn Wags. Hello, everyone. <laughs> What's tea? How regal. <laughs> How very regal, Martha Stewart. Uh, <laughs> and of course, the last and only Bolin girl, Jay Bolin on Instagram and Twitter as Jay Bolin. I'm a motherfucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Iconic big. song. So predictable. Okay. Raw, raw, like a dungeon dragon. Dungeon dragon. Oh, raw, 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 like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> yeah, these girls are fans. Honey. Oh, get out of here. Here you go. <laughs> I already told you niggas I was what? a fan of that girl. Y'all can't take the icon today? Okay. Mm-mm. Oh. Never. Look at, look at y'all niggas. <laughs> okay, look at y'all niggas. <laughs> you looking ass niggas. <laughs> that video was actually like super iconic for me. It really, no, it really is. I said, "Bitch, when I tell you she was spitting <laughs> and reading and reading and reading." Okay, no, it was dope. I, I loved everything, everything about, about it. it. Everything, Literally. even the okay. fucking ponytail pulling. I was like, "Oh, come on, bitch, honey." My favorite line <laughs> is talking about keys. Say keys in the van, but he really moved grams when he's filling with his man. Come on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, she was I did, you, you better let these fake ass drug dealers know. No, that that was yeah, like a hip hop moment for me, and I appreciated it. I did too. That was my song. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we saw oh, shit right the right hell up. <laughs> yeah, now, oh, now oh, when we get a bitch crazy, you don't want to hear us. Okay? Yeah, yeah. we've been away. We've been away. Um, I'm hope you guys enjoyed your Labor Day, and y'all badass kids are back in school. Okay. Hooray for you. Hallelujah. Your slutty ass kids. How about that? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, oh well, you know. <laughs> don't do that. Mm-hmm. Them nigga kids is back. Wear protection. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but while we were away, um the great legendary pioneer Tony Morrison passed away. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in paradise. Rest in power, Tony Morrison. Yes, yeah, rest. Rest in peace. We forgot to mention it on our last Lindsay, episode. do you have anything sure to add to a huge inspiration to you? Well, she is definitely one of those women that I look up to. Um, she was my literary mother. She's one of a few. And um, I was honored to meet her at a book signing. And she was just a stern and austere um as I thought she would be. Um, she looked everyone in the eye. She, she was not, she wasn't a, you know, jovial, you know, she looked you in the eye and spoke to you straight. And, um, I will never forget the lessons learned 
um, by reading her words, starting with the bluest eye when I was young and um, culminating, I guess, with the last book of hers that I know of, which is Home. Um, she just served as a great inspiration to me and she will be missed, but her her writing, her work, her legacy, her love of black people um, will always be remembered by me and through her work. Rabba. Yep. <laughs> Forever. She, there are, we're their damn mothers. I'm sorry, I just got that from God to be real. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> we're their damn mothers. We're uh, their damn mothers. Dionne Warwick. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. A lot of shit been going on this week, so I'm glad we came back. So I want to dive right into it. You niggas been acting up this week, huh? Acting the fuck up. Mm. I'm pulling out my belt. You predictable (laughs) ass ass. Again? (laughs) Again. You know I like Mm. to wrap wrap belts around niggas' necks and, you know, beat them in the back. Uh, Anyway. Okay. I'm sure you'll get some DMs. Yeah. This over mm. all the way from Africa. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching them bark like a dog. Uh, can we be you know friends? No, I'm watching them bark like a dog. Yeah, they be like, yeah. every time they push in, they be like, oh! record it next time, please. I might. I'm thinking about starting on OnlyFans. Oh, come on. Yeah, you know, I. You I, niggas I, are so predictable. So predictable. Oh, my God. All right, anyway. No, I can't. Let's go. What's <laughs> on the docket? Malik Yoba on the docket for committing Mm. heinous acts after revealing he's trans attracted. So on September 3rd, Malik Yoba, he made an Instagram post sharing to the world that he loves trans women. And it came after seeing a viral video of Maurice Willoughby. Um, He was being bullied by a group of men, but um, openly loving trans women. And for those who don't know, Maurice committed suicide. Moments later, after he made this revelation, a trans woman going by the name of Mariah Lopez shares her surviving Malik Yova experience. Um, she's from New York City, and she claims that they slept together more than one time on the, um, in the streets of the village in New York City while she was 13 and 16. Mm-mm-mm. What do you have to say about that lyrical Mar? Well, I guess the first thing is it's unfortunate that she's getting backlash because of her timing. Mm-hmm. Um, because when it comes down to it, he was being a pedophile back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just this reoccurring thing where um, when credibility is a factor, these things go you know, kind of... Go a long way. Well, people just... They just don't want to listen to you when they feel like your credibility is an issue. And it's a shame that um, it had to happen to her because other people backed her up or said that they had Mm -hmm. the same story. Um, But people are still angry with her. Transgenders are mad at her. Um, Other people are upset with her. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them think because this is a time where we saw a black man, you know, supporting trans and... It goes. I'm, I'm really back and forth about this subject. Mm-hmm. I, I have to admit, I'm not on one side. I'm just disappointed. Um, for me, it, it's tricky. But um, I know what 
ultimately helped me make my decision. Then, I mean, there's something to be said about the basket of deplorables rallying around the support of Malik Yoba. Um, and, you know, they thrilled and eager as fuck for this full allyship. Um, was I proud of a man, especially a black man, you know, the same men that are out here leading in murder against black trans women, mm-hmm. owning that he loves trans women? Yes, of course I am. But for me, repeated offenses of statutory rape trumps all that shit. You know, mm-hmm. y'all sound like y'all grandmammies that defend Uncle Junior's secrets in his slippery hands. You know, <laughs> I don't care if y'all don't believe this bitch. I don't care if y'all don't believe her because... Many trans women have already co-signed this claim. And I don't give a fuck if she was a sex worker because at the end of the day, minors cannot legally consent to sex. And he was allegedly pursuing them, children around this age. And you can't tell me a 13-year-old, 13-year-old doesn't look at or around 13. Okay? He abused their needs to survive and he talked to them like animals Mm. from what I heard. And that ain't love. Yes. That ain't love at all. So when he's coming out saying he's loving these women, I don't know what the fuck he means. Um, I, think I don't he know what he's talking about. Them. I know that to be true. Yes. Um, and also, the main thing I wanted to take away from this is the critique that I'm really getting is about her credibility and who she is as a person. But I don't see anyone really denying the fact that all these people are saying that he slept with underage children. Are y'all? Do y'all believe he slept with underage kids or not? Well, Fuck unfortunately, her. take her out the equation. Do but you know, believe? them bitches can't do that. They can't do it. They so focus on Mariah yep. being the face and, of this. Yep, and she is the face now, and that's all. And they now care it's about a witch is discrediting hunt. her. So now it's become more about discrediting Mariah than it is about prosecuting Malik. And I, I'm so sick of this shit. And um, I'd also like to add that it's not even really about Mariah per se. It's about this weird um, sense of being validated and affirmed by this man who has who's moderately attractive and has some modicum of celebrity. And as she and as she lives giving trans women this collective affirmation, you know, of their desirability. It's a bunch, it's weird to me. The whole thing about it is weird. It's like, they don't, they don't want him to be silenced because of that. Because see, there are men that desire us and love us and are willing to come out and stay. First of all, I, I don't know. I'm struggling with the whole thing because the word trans attracted to me is becoming problematic. I agree. If we're we're supposed to be seeing um trans women as women, a trans attracted is a bit isolating. It's literally a it's fetishizing. a bit fetishizing. Yeah. And it, it, no, it should be obliterated. It should be more like trans accepting. For some reason, it seems to me he's it's very performative, this declaration of love for trans women. It's attention seeking to me on his part. You know, he wanted to be a part of the conversation. You know, he was possibly triggered by the video of that young man, because I guess at some point, um, you never him. know, it could have been him. 
even though, I mean, that video itself is kind of, I don't know, the whole thing surrounding the young man is problematic, like confusing because, you know, people are like, well, he didn't commit suicide because um, he was attracted to trans women and he was being bullied, but he was very abusive to his trans woman girlfriend and da 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 da. But in the same breath, don't you think any type of systematic bullying of of him, his love for trans women would drive him to become abusive? Exactly. Let's be clear. No one's thinking about that. Exactly. Yeah, but we don't need to think about that. People do what they want to do and they do what they don't want to do. If he's being abused and he abuses, he's just as wrong. As as the next person, wrong. so you know if he, which I didn't know that he was abusing. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know because that. the girlfriend he came out and away. said that he was abusive and he was threatening, you know, to kill her Very and kill himself. Yeah, like if you aggressive, ever tell anybody, that sort of thing. Like, but that- I think, in my estimation, I'm just saying I don't know if this is the case, but it is quite possible that because because of his love for trans women. Because he was adamant about being out with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The vitriol that he received as a result could have I been a factor. I believe it. I believe that part of it came from a sincere place. But you don't get to erase your history. That's, that's yeah. my stand. Um, mm-hmm. And then you don't also get to make these foolish-ass raps on social media denying them. Like, without giving a direct answer. Um... I don't even know if y'all saw that. No. If you don't get the fuck out of here, he deleted it. Oh, okay. Because it was so stupid. He still could have been hurting. And um, it's interesting about your comment about um, trans attraction. Because mm-hmm. I think that... the I, I know a lot of trans who appreciate that term. Yes. Okay, what we're saying is... is that. It should be trans inclusive or trans accepting, like because yeah, if you're yes. accepting, it doesn't mean that you're attracted and you want to have sex with a trans. Well, like, if that's... you're straight and trans inclusive, well, that's and trans true. But accepting. there is something very fetishizing about. It's fetishizing to say I'm trans attracted. If you are attracted to somebody because they're trans, that is fetishizing. So exactly, I, I think the because term most people work. when they hear trans attract trans attraction they're talking about what's perceived to be between a trans woman's legs but it's probably a preference too it could be it's it could probably be. a preference but even i'm not even, dating but let me tell you this i'm not dating no no nigga who's gonna come up to me and tell me that he's fat attracted like girl we ain't dating <laughs> wait, something wait, okay, first of all, that, okay. that, that that's two different things. Okay, you guys, you know, yeah, try. Okay. I don't know. I, I I don't I'm not all the way there. I, I okay. think that I think that there are guys that are attracted to trans women specifically. Exclusively. Yes. Yeah. And they and it's yes. like for them, that's what they want to be with. I don't know if it's about a fetish or if it's just a fetish because it's unusual. I don't know. Something about it feels feels very like well when other. you when you hear them say it, it does sound yeah. like that. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm not going to completely um critique it. I do take issues with it, but I do want to backtrack. The reason that people find um Mariah Lopez Ebony, um, um incredible. I mean, the her her credibility is in question because she has a history of taking people to court 
um, and trying to get some money. Uh, I think she won like three or four court cases. Allegedly. No, she actually won three or four court cases. Um, yeah, but she's going to try to sue us next. So, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure her little sticky fingers will come well, up something. Well, I hope she don't need to sue us because I believe her. I don't give a fuck. And then somebody, somebody was saying that uh, the dates were also in question because she said this happened in the 90s and the age didn't match what the ages that she presented. Um, it's 20 years later. Get a grip. Shut the fuck 20, up. It was 20-something years ago. You, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> so she had to write down the exact date and time that she was violated. And somebody asked me. They was like, she was where supposed, is the yeah, hard, she was hard, hard proof that this happened? And I was like, see, you... It's what's wrong with the role. <laughs> exactly. I told you that these type niggas of, be wanting that type of talk is why people do not come forward. Dates time. Like a camera was a supposed to be sitting in the car. It was supposed to be. Um, and then you know they want witnesses too. All of that. Girl, yeah. you need to be coming. <laughs> but and hey, if you, you ain't got it, we can't. Another reason you. this is tricky is because if you think about it. Um, she talked about in her surviving Malik post that she was like homeless and, you know, she was having, she was prostituting for survival. And so for some people, it felt, it was like, well, that man provided you money for you to eat, for you to eat and take care of yourself. Like that money helped you. And now you're flipping the script and saying that now he's some type of pedophile. We should know that people will feel this way. It's it's not it's not surprising to me that people feel that way. They're not right. I, but... I understand that critique, and I'm almost in a weird way. I'm like, at, at her as a 13 year old child, um, I'm so saddened that she had the result to that to survive. But I'm glad that she found a way to get through. Right. But right. um, taking advantage of pedophiles. Fine, but I'm still going to attack the fucking pedophile. <laughs> exactly, because you know about Because you still exactly. a pedophile. Right, ain't got right. shit to do with shit. Right. It's two separate arguments. <clears throat> yes, it is. Malik Yoba yeah. is a piece of shit, and he's been a piece of shit for a long time. Where Ashley lives. Um, I oh, remember you had a story a girl... for us, didn't you? Oh. Yes, just, you know, just a testament to his char- overall character. Um, when he was a star on that show, he, I think he had a birthday party and a friend of mine attended. And, you know, she said that as she entered, I think he made some sort of advance to her, like, you know, he wanted to talk to her or whatever. And she rebuffed him politely and, you know, was trying to go on about her evening. But he could not reconcile with the fact that she came into his birthday party and basically rejected him and he started going off on her and they had almost like a physical altercation Mm. he's a disgusting arrogant man yeah (laughs) and i could see him being abusive and talking to someone like a doll i could see it because he did it to my one of my friends he did it Tried to shame her and embarrass her and speak mm-hmm. ill of her after he was just trying to talk to her, by the way. <laughs> I hate shit like that. And he kicked her out of his party. <laughs> Nigga shit. Like, you know when you, you walk down the street, somebody catcalling at you, you pay them, they like, you ugly anyway. Right. Exactly. That type of yeah. foolishness. 
an anonymous person also said that when she hooked up with Malik, that and she was in her early twenties, he was like, "Yeah, um, I like you." He, he she said that he was very rude and aggressive with her, and then he was like, "You got any younger friends? How much younger <gasps> do you want?" When a bitch is in her early, tw- she says she was like 20, 21, 22, something like early, early 20s. Mm. So when you say you want somebody younger than her, like that's already skeptical. Like, what does that mean? He don't have the option to even operate that way these days. That's why his ass is speaking Allegedly, up. I'm sorry. That's why his ass is speaking up. Anyway, let's move Nonsense. Um, Malik. Please. Malik, use some chapstick, please. I'm sorry I had to come to this, but the truth is the truth. <laughs> Some chapstick, girl. <laughs> All right, little... I hope he go to jail <laughs> that way. Uh-huh. That way. That way. <laughs> Lil Nas uh-huh. X ambushed by cishet men on the, uh-huh. the shop. Uh-huh. They um, should ask me to come up that way, Chad. So for those who don't know... What cishet is That means cisgender heterosexual Cisgender is people whose um, um, Sex aligns with their gender Alright Now let's move forward Kevin Hart invited Little Nas X On the series The Shop That's on HBO A show that's set in like a black barbershop Safe space um, Well safe for cis heterosexual black men <laughs> um, But anyway in the episode safe? I'm sorry No it's not for heterosexual black men. Heterosexual black men, yes. Yeah, for, for them. In the episode with Little Nas X, Paul Rivera, an entertainment marketing executive and co-creator of the series, aggressively asked Little Nas X, why did you feel it was important to make that announcement recently when he came out, basically? Him demanding of Little Nas X to give an explanation to why he came out the closet made me want to fight. It made mm-hmm. me want to fight. Mm-hmm. How are you asking me why it's? How are you asking me why it's important that I came out and why I had to? What the fuck does that even mean? Right. So take us away, Jay. No, actually, I want to start with yeah. lyrical Mar. Well, yes, <clears throat> because. That bastard, I don't even remember that part. But what I do remember is Kevin saying, so what? So what? You know, like, like he didn't give and a fuck. Like, obliviousness. Like it, didn't, like, it didn't matter. All aggressive, acting like... Well, no, the first so what was to him coming out. Right. But then the second so what was, you know, I thought I had to come out because he was saying so what to little Nas because... What he was saying... You, you gay. Don't nobody... Don't nobody... Yeah, it, it was like a so what to like, it don't matter. It don't matter. This is the same nigga that sat up there and said he would be his child if he was gay. But then try to be up on the show acting like it's not an issue to him. Why? Because it's somebody else's child? Kevin Hart is one of the most hypocritical, black... Full of shit. Full of shit niggas I've ever seen. <laughs> and he ain't shit. Okay? And he's so predictable. And he is so, so fucking predictable. <laughs> and then he's sitting up there like... He need his motherfucking ass beat. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, that most of the outrage is directed towards Kevin. I had more issues with Paul, but I did have an issue with um, Kevin Hart trying to act like he don't know what's up. 
Like that was sending me. That was sending well, I, me. I think that's the reason why everybody was more so upset at, at Kevin. And plus, like Marcus said, his <clears throat> his history of things that he said. Now your ass want to sit up here and play oblivious and be oh well, why does it matter? It does, you know, it shouldn't even matter. Like on Bitch, one hand, his, I guess his message was it don't matter. Like you are what you are. Blah, blah, Fuck blah. him. And then he kept... Yeah, but you don't believe it, bitch. You then he, then he kept it. rushing him, too. Like and Cutting him off. Yes, he kept rushing him and cutting him off. It's like, do you want an explanation or not? Yes. And then I like how Lil Nas said, you know, if, if, if you're from, you're the really hood, from the hood, if you're really from the hood, you already know. Now, first of all, I feel like he... I mean, he's probably young. He's 20. And, you know... Uh, Intimidated or whatever. Is but bitch, I just He's wish a young man. I wish there was somebody else in that building because honestly, it's given He chose Let me talk. Man. And that's why I need people to protect him because I think a lot of people coming up like well, some people were coming up like, um, little Nas X should have checked him, went off, did this. This is a young man that's twenty He's years 20 old. Twenty years old. And remember who you were at that I age. I bet you he could have done it though. He could have if he wanted to. I think but he's he surrounded did well. by men that's in their forties. Yeah. Cis, cisgender heterosexual. He did man. fine. He did fine. He did fine. He wasn't defensive, was. and that's why it was fine. But I would have been straight up. I'm just letting you know. I would have been defensive. I would have been offensive. Like, first of all, don't ask why the fuck I came out the fucking closet. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> I, I wanted to. Wanna... I'll have to explain to you why I came out. Oh my god! Like, here's the thing that people I don't think are getting all these apologists. For you know those men at that you know the cis the cis hit men at that round table, people are not getting a they're just not getting the simple fact that being heterosexual in itself is a privilege. It is a privilege that is is exerted at all Mm -hmm. times. It is the same privilege that would make um, Mr. Paul, whatever his name, ask little Nas a question about that. Mm -hmm. Because in my estimation, he can talk about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about whenever the fuck he wants to talk about it. Heterosexuals do not get to tell gay people how to think, how to be, or how to feel. But it's their inherent privilege that he to do it. Everybody in a situation is so conditioned to believe certain things. And heteros and and black men at the at the head of the line because because you know they're beneath white men, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they don't even understand there's a certain privilege that comes along with being a black man, a black cis black man. And for them to be so dismissive of this boy's experience and sort of trivializing it was disgusting. It was disheartening. And it made me think like, so we're just never really going to get over this because black (laughs) men are are not even really willing to, to really acknowledge their ignorance. And cisgender heterosexual men, y'all make an announcement every day, whether y'all realize it or not. My dick is big. My bitch. 
my money. That's all. When you post that, your wife and your girlfriend, hold the their time. hand. There's my always bitch, an announcement. My money, my car, <laughs> my kids, <laughs> my house, my property. Exactly. So when you say that, you really are silencing us. You want us to shut the fuck up because somehow us being so openly and proudly gay and black is an attack at you and your masculinity. It's an attack and at the black man's exist. image. What they wanted to do was make him invisible because in black yes. barbershops, gay men are invisible. They have to come there. A lot of gay men who go to get their um, haircut have to become in fucking visible when they go to the barbershop. Yep. They have to be neutral. They have to quell their um, natural selves in order to blend in to get a service as to not alarm. Question about that. Or offend anyone. Lyrical Ma. Yes. Have you ever experienced homophobia at the barbershop? I've heard them talk about a couple gays before. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen them disrespect me or anybody right. that I've ever brought there. Mm-hmm. And I've brought many butch queens, feminine and masculine. I've brought a couple transsexuals there. I didn't hear shit out of their motherfucking Wow, mouth. really transsexual? <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> what, a transsexual? Yeah. 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, I don't want to tell you what it was called back then when I brought them. <laughs> But no, it's something okay. important about what you what you said to me. Um, and it's and that's actually kind of the point. These men are okay, these barbers are okay with taking your money as long as you're silent and visible. And yeah, that's it. As long as you're silent and invisible. I don't think my barbershop is as homophobic as others, though. I have to say that. Just because they let you in their door and take your money to do work on your head don't mean that they're not If they're homophobic. sitting around letting people disparage homosexuality or homosexuals or trans, um, it's not... Marcus, stop it. I, I, well, he's saying, no. he's saying it's less No, homophobic. sweetie, I've spent time in barbershops. I can make the statement. I've been to enough barbershops to know what it is. You haven't. Unless you've been getting a fucking fade, Lindsay. <laughs> Other than that, I've, my my barbershop is not as bad as no, others that I, I've been I to. I agree with you. I've been to some horrible ones. I, I go to your barbershop. I go to your barbershop. It's not as bad. It's not as blatant. But I'm not going to give them brownie points. No, not at all. But I've no. seen gay ass motherfuckers walk in there. And I've seen yeah. them shut the fuck up. That's what I'm saying. And you know, niggas, they find a way to, to mutter something under their breath. What I've noticed is that they gays. seem almost uncomfortable to be even, like, really speak to them like oh, normal yeah. people. You know why? Because they're attracted to you. And when you figure out that, you don't give a fuck no more. Well. How about that? There's that. Um, yeah. I don't get that. Maybe yeah. not, maybe not y'all. Maybe not that, y'all on the phone. You know, I told you, I went into a that. very aggressive barbershop. Not too long ago, this year, and bitch, it was full of motherfucking Latinos and motherfucking black men and black Latinos and shit. And um, bitch, out of nowhere, a man said to me, you are fine as fuck. Wait a minute, in New York? This is in Hyattsville. Oh, well, you know, well, that's PG, and you know they. Chat. Bitch, 
when I tell you it got dead silent, this is a Ooh. barber who works at the barbershop. He said, Ooh. you are fine as fuck. Was he the gay one or something? I didn't know he was gay. Bitch, what'd you say? I was so taken aback. I was not expecting <laughs> like, a response. And I was like, like bitch. I just said, thank you. <laughs> and then he kept on going on about it. And then I saw some niggas laugh. And then the cunt next to me. <laughs> what she say? Did you say cunt? She was like, <laughs> I did say cut. I'm sorry. This black, this black woman next to me was like, are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lindsay, I am. But Monty, she said it so loud. Everybody could hear her. <laughs> and I said, I said, yes, I am. You so annoying, Marcus. Annoying. That barbershop is... But that put me on blast. I, I have a garçon that can verify this story. Yeah, um, Aaron. This, uh-huh. I know she was living for that. We talked about it afterwards. Like, bitch, why did he do give that? Mm. Anyway, um, Kevin Hart do better. Interesting and story. While, you're, Hart, while your back yeah, is Kevin healing... Hart, just Kevin Hart... Up. Heal from your surgery and shut the. While fuck your up. back is healing, I have you. Hope You're you have still a, a moment pussy to nigga. Reflect. Nothing has changed. Introspect. A pussy nigga. <laughs> all right. Uh, Lizzo hits number one. Yes. And Azealia Banks is mad. Why men great till they gotta be great? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So after. The song's debut in September 2017, Truth Hurts, mm-hmm. climbs to the top of the charts on September 2nd. Yes, ma'am. Not even a blink and breath later. <laughs> a blink and a breath. Goodbye. Miss <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bitter Banks is attacking <laughs> Bitter Banks. You mean her and her long Instagram rant. You mean Black Bitter Banks. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. So for those not up to date, here's an excerpt. So she wrote, LMAO, the fact that the public and the media has been keeping this fat girl joke going for so long is honestly peak boredom. This song is not good, nor is the dumpy fat girl spectacle live set she does. Saddest bit is that the girl is legit talented and truly only being allowed to shine so long as she allows herself to be this millennium mammy of the sorts. She knows white America loves itself a fat, black, wide-eyed mammy, and she's playing directly into it. That and along with a lot of other stuff. Wow. Wow. This is so insanely fatphobic that I'm like... Wow. Wow. Who's talking first? Jay Bolin. Because I'm about to explode. The pretty fat must speak. Pretty fat. Unite. What kills me is that for a bitch who cried on about being called ugly on Wild and Out mm-hmm. always seems to have something to say about somebody's looks. Bitch, how dare your black gremlin ass sit Ooh. there and type some bullshit like that? First of all, some of the things that she said in that post is true, but your attack of Lizzo and her character as if you know her, bitch, y'all don't even be in the same room, sweetie. You don't know that lady. Mind your fucking business. Get on the charts. 
Where's your number one? Mm -hmm. Where's your number 70? Where's your number 50, (laughs) bitch? You don't have one. So for you to be sitting your black ass at home, type, 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 typing. Okay. (laughs) Nonstop being a hater. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to the fact that Azealia Banks is a hater. And anytime that there is a girl who gets number one or is doing better, her ass always has something to say. Bitch, just say what it is. You're a fan. Okay. You sit at home, you follow these girls' careers, you look at what they're doing, and you still ain't learned shit, because, bitch, that's why you're still at home typing. Right. You're a fan. Um, Azealia... Third of all... <laughs> third of all... She going off. Go this, on, whole, this whole oh, fat shit, me. this whole fat shit, like I said on Facebook, you bitches cannot take when there is a fat person living their fucking life, being <laughs> sexy, being sexy, comfortable with their sexuality, comfortable with their skin, comfortable with their body. That should offend you bitches for some reason. It's like you hate to see it happening. Because see, you mentioned Adele, but when a big bitch is dressed up like Adele is and always covered up, then it's okay. But for big bitches up there in the leotard dancing and twerking, now she a mammy and she jumping around for the white folks. Well, my Boom. thing, my thing about bitch, aren't you oh. married? Weren't you fucking a white dick? <laughs> she's mad. Oh yeah, she's with a white dick, right? Weren't now. you fucking a white dick? She was with powder on her oh, face. Didn't you? Oh didn't you also say that that it was black people who fucked over your career that had you stayed with your white audience that you would be farther in your career? Didn't you also say that? So, bitch, who's really playing for the white people? You or Lizzo? Exactly. Boom. And the part, the mammy part, really wears me out because if she ever listened to one or two words that Lizzo says, it's very problematic. She would know that she was not. She, she's out of her fucking mind. Not only that, but now that you don't came from my good girlfriend. Azalea Banks, you're off my list, okay? You were on there, and I dealt with her coming for Nikki a few times, because I understand that. The mm. girls have to come for the pretty girl. <laughs> but now but now you want to sit up here and come for the pretty fat. And ain't nobody got time for that, because this bitch is the one. And guess what? Get used to her being at the top of the charts, you black bitch. And don't be bitter... <laughs> And don't be bitter. Oh, and don't be bitter. The black was stern. She should be. Ha- she should be happy for her. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you if you want to talk shit about how you feel like oh you're being treated a certain way because you're dark skin, how are you gonna attack her for being fat when she's been going through that shit all her all, all her, her career life? You're doing the same thing, you hypocritical buck tooth. Black bitch. <laughs> um, I'll say this about Azealia. I don't like her. Azealia. She came for Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> for everybody. Lizzo. Okay. And then that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the bitch sat there and it mentioned Beyonce saying that you know this bitch ain't doing shit like Beyonce did. Bitch, didn't you attack Beyonce after Lemonade dropped? She bitch, did. shit. Where's your meds? <laughs> Every black woman she attacks. Sprinkle them on that white dick. I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it. And then she got a white man. I really don't get that. Oh, That's what God. sends me. Um, Bless his heart, Marcus. Didn't that white? <laughs> didn't somebody white spit on her? Yes, she probably. Did. She probably deserved it. Oh, don't do that. Oh, oh. I said what I said. Anyway, what I'll say about Azealia Amanda Banks. <laughs> Amanda. Azealia Amanda. Amanda Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, the whiteness, the caucasity of it all. Right. Why are you beset with gloom? You know, 
anyone celebrated more than her triggers her insecurity. And I imagine while she sheds tears over slaughtered chickens and rosemary concoctions, that she truly has (laughs) not the slightest clue how she is the detriment to her own success. And you know what? She takes it out on everyone else wantonly and wildly because she's miserable. <laughs> yeah, because oodles and noodles, oodles and noodles get more conversation than her. Okay. With hot dogs. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have something to add. Um, once again, I've said this before about Azalea Banks. She, you know, strategically picks these, um, you know, political sort of conversations in order to insert herself um, in everything. I, I, yes, in, just in order to insert herself in everyone's, you know, get it in everyone's psyche as a form of attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there is no other attention being given to her. <clears throat> Um, There is something to be said, however, about Black women and representation. And at first glance, um, you know, a seemingly jovial and big Black woman is something that, you know, ideally palatable for a mainstream audience. They do love to see a jovial, big Black girl because... It desexualizes Black women. Um, we don't pose a threat. You know what I mean? But um, there's something even to be said about the mammy stereotype because, you know, when Massa was raping people, he was raping big, small, man, woman. It didn't even matter. He didn't. I love what Lizzo represents. There are people that are like, oh, would anyone care if she wasn't big? She's playing up being fat. Yes, I don't really think she's being herself, her authentic I agree. Self. Me too. And I love that she sexualizes herself. It's needed. This rep- representation is needed. As some, And I speak from experience. I was, you know, at one time, a very small girl, not anymore, but a very small girl who loved bigger dudes, like guys that played football. They were typically bigger. I know a big bitch can take a man. Many men. And I know big bitches, they got niggas like scores and scores. Okay. You know? It's not um, uncommon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, it's really not common. Black women need to shut the fuck up. Black people need to shut the fuck up. Azalea Banks, really, what she needs to do is get in that stew. Yeah. The studio, making good music, that will always be her saving grace. And she ain't done it yet. Mm-hmm. She hasn't done it yet. Joking or jumping around for the white so until people. Until she does Ugh. that, she need not be speaking on anyone and their success. Right. Or anything about anybody. She needs to concentrate on herself. Seriously. Period. Congratulations to Lizzo. Yeah. Uh, she continues to ascend. She, she is a treasure. She is talented, a good spirit, 
And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Fucking licorice is about you being a black girl wanting a white man, but your ass uh, talking about somebody jumping around and being men before white people. Shut up. She makes no sense. In in wrapping it up, congratulations, Lizzo. Um, She is now the sixth woman to reach number one. I thought she was five. She's six. Black woman. Black woman. Yeah. Yeah. The sixth number one on the the hot um, 100 for rapping. The sixth number one rap song. Yeah. Rap. Oh, okay. And, but but black woman, six black women, and then. Six black women, and then um, I don't give a shit. What I wanted to say about Azalea Banks, the last thing is, I remember when she was talking shit about plastic surgery too, and breast implants. Mm-hmm. But that bitch got boobs, and she got them a couple years ago. Girl, the bitch is always she's talking a, about time. She's a she hypocritical a motherfucker. Oh, and she's a predictable, a predictable bitch. Her titties look good, but she's a hypocritical <laughs> bitch. Her titties look good. They do look good. But speaking they of number ones, let's go to the next topic. Nicki Minaj announces her retirement from the game. Uh, um, okay. September 6th, <laughs> Nicki, Nicki claims that she's retiring from music on Twitter, and the world was sh- shook off. <laughs> come uh, back, Nikki. Come back. She wants to focus on her man and starting a family. Well, so since then, days later after that tweet, she apologized for her abrupt and insensitive tweet. And she will be discussing it on Queen's Radio. Oh God, of course she is. And you'll be <laughs> and you'll be listening. You will you will um, be live. I'll get the I, patch notes. I just watched a shady video about Queen Latifah reacting to her retirement. I just watched it while Lindsay was talk, talk, talking. And, (laughs) I mean, it's just like, actually, Nicki Minaj's whole discography has re-entered iTunes, of course, because people were, like, livid about this. Mm -hmm. But, well, I was sitting over there as a fan thinking to myself, good, bitch, retire. Do it. Do it. So they can have this vomit water that they, you know, that they've gotten used to and that they crave, they, that they claim they live for, yeah. just retire. And didn't all the greats retire at one point in hip-hop? I think so. so. I just wanted to know, is she retiring, retiring, or Jay-Z retiring? She's Jay-Z retiring. Oh, she's okay. taking a break. As she should. Because she's the queen. She should. I was concerned for her mental health. I, I, I am. Oh, I'm please. Are you a fucking her... doctor now? Um, you a fucking doctor now, honey? Talking about you can for her mental health. Come on. Paging. Y'all motherfuckers kill me, honey. Paging Dr. Wagner. You're not concerned for for Azalea Azalea Banks? What about Azalea Banks' mental health, honey? (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Heavenly. Dr. Wagner. I'm glad you caught that. You know, <laughs> let me just say something. You know, you can't talk to the head Barbara, you know. Head anyway. Barbara. Go ahead, go ahead, honey. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were speaking last anyway, head Barbara. You I, you I still Barbara. I'm gonna go that ahead of me. You saw that bitch jumped in with the quick. I'm gonna go let again. Let me say something. I am just concerned. For I was I was becoming concerned for her mental health because I think she was becoming a little bit consumed by all that was around her. The fact that, you know, she was just becoming consumed with 
people and their thoughts and opinions on her, about her, about her man, about this, that, and other. And I think she should take a break, you know, and do what she feels is necessary to sustain, um, you know, a and healthy and mental her health. Sense and her, her, you know, sense of peace. Um, I don't want, I actually do not want to see her retire. And I keep, you know, I hope that she keeps making music like Jay-Z did because, you know, he said, I may have retired, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to stop, you know, making music. That's ridiculous. Well, and I hope she has the same philosophy. Her. They bully her on Twitter, bully her on Instagram. Um, as much as sometimes the critiques are valid, and or maybe all the time the critiques are valid, um, <laughs> um, I think that I think he, a lot of times people take it too far, um, and Child. it's only so much a person could take. There's only so much a person could take. That's true, but you know, she didn't I, even announce uh, to her team that she was retiring. I appreciate all of that she's accomplished, all that she's contributed oh. as a woman in rap. Um, I just do. True. I'm not the biggest fan of her music, and it could it could be a generational thing. I like I like you know hard beats, hard rhymes, and her specialty is hard rhymes over pop synth, you know, and that really is not my wheelhouse however i always respected her as a woman in rap i love the fact that she writes her rhymes i will always give her credit for that she's a beautiful young lady and you know i'm proud of her as a fellow black woman i am and all that she's achieved um aside from what i may think about her attitudes or how she handles certain people or situations um you know I just wish her the best. To be All right, girl, go on and start your family. Good job, Onika. We'll see you later. See you on <laughs> Queens Radio, bitch. We love you, Onika Mirage. And Child. I don't, you know. Y'all don't love shit. No. Oh, shut yes, up, Barbara. I don't love shit, man. <laughs> y'all just talking shut shit. Up, Any last words <laughs> before we move forward? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, just just, uh, just, just please retire so that they can enjoy gingivitis. That's what they like. Not gingivitis. Gingivitis. Number one, number one. Let's move on. (laughs) Anyway, getting some head. We had a lot to unpack, so I just decided to take out my dick too. Um, oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Put it back. <laughs> That's gonna take a second. Um, oh. oh, girl! I smell fish. <laughs> fish stick. Okay, Okay. Uh, put her back in the freezer, honey. Okay, damn, y'all can't y'all like salmon? No, (laughs) not when it's plural. Not not when it's plural. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I got salmon. A special lady that will appreciate it. You know, I want to rub some motherfucking shea butter on her thighs, baby. Ooh. Okay, I want to get you, get you. I want to license off, Ari. Ooh. 
She got a song called BMO. I know that stands for Big Meat on Set. Got it. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. She said, I got you as long as you got me. <laughs> and all I heard was got and long. Uh. <laughs> the person deserving of head this week is none other than Ari Lennox. Yeah. yeah. DC's own. Ari Lennox Excuse deserves me. some motherfucking head. Okay. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, her s- tweets recently really um, gave me an arousing. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I fuck with her. So she tweeted the other day, I hate homophobic and transphobic people so much. I am also aware of how strong of a word hate is. Hate is. So buzz off. <laughs> if you're homophobic and transphobic, I don't fuck with you. And she also ended it with, please, if you don't support LGBTQ community, you don't support me. You don't support my family and the people I love. Mm. So all you delusional and fake religious self-righteous weirdos unfollow and unsubscribe. Uh-huh. She need her motherfucking pussy lick lapped. Let me tell you what. She, she really does. She is literally potentially losing a large fan base by speaking out to her insanely black fan base mm-hmm. and saying mm-hmm. if you don't fuck with homo um homosexuals and transgender folks then you don't fuck with me powerful that takes a lot to do she already doesn't have a large following um and her her genre of music is more closely like r&b neo mm-hmm. yeah um and to, yeah, to put that at risk when you're not even really having climbed to your heights of your career yet, mm-hmm. I respect that shit. It's I actually, do too. It's actually gonna help her, I think. Um, it definitely created a fan in me. Me too. I already knew yes. like a little bit about her music. Like you, like you hear it come on, but you be like, "Bitch, who is that singing?" I don't really know. But I was like, "Oh, okay, that's Ari." Well, thank God the music's good enough to stand behind that statement for, mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I like Ari. I, this just I made me love her even it. more. This yeah. made me love her more. I like to say for the album. Mm-hmm. Take notes, Beyonce. <laughs> oh, girl, uh, shut uh, up. Uh, We're not doing uh, that. Uh, shut what? the hell up. Wait. Why would y'all shut up? Me? Why would y'all shut, shut up? up? <laughs> anyway. Take notes. Low key, she's hair goes for me. She's oh, she is hair goes, and I love the oh. fact that her hair be natural in most of her videos and some it's of her videos. <laughs> yeah, in the BMO video, she's literally rocking a hot puff, honey, and I was living yeah. and paying it, yeah, and I live. Yeah, I bet you that cat tastes like brown sugar in a warm bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoa, 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 <laughs> You okay, mu- you must maple ate, you, and brown sugar. You must have ate pussy Ooh. before suddenly. Emery, I think you Emery, I think you rubbing off on me today, child. Okay. I have to be. <laughs> and what you mean you have we ate pussy before? Bitch, we eat pussy every two weeks. What you mean? Oh, when you eat salmons? <laughs> <laughs> that ass is sending me. It is. Ah. Blacks and they need to pluralize every goddamn thing. Well, right. we gotta, you blacks are no, so black people, You know, we, we say salmon. 
I know, I know. Salmon, honey. Salmon. So, I side eye people who say salmon, though. I don't like that. Yeah. Anyway, Ari Lennox, we really appreciate you for doing this. Um, yes, black and... Fuck, you gained some fans. You gained some fans. Black and salmon. On another level, should I say. Yes, ma'am. Break and enjoy me this head. And get you with the light sands on. I just realized, I wonder if her pussy hair is as, as curly as the hair on the top of her head. Goodbye. Uh, bye. Wow. Goodbye. Okay, let's move on. Bye. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? <laughs> Ooh. Hair all in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Licking through the, the jungles of Africa. Oh, Grow you know up. why? You know. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Very no. natural. No, Very let natural. it go. Uh, uh, nope. 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 Not today. Don't, don't like nothing about it. <laughs> don't like nothing about it. Nothing about it. I do. About it. I can still smell it on my top lip. Uh, Goodbye. Anyway. The topic of the day. You know, you niggas are so predictable. What you mean, buddy? Well, <laughs> here's why. <laughs> here's why. We have a list of scenarios and situations where we just sit back and fold our arms and say, Mm-mm-mm. Negro, Nigga. you are predictable. Right. Nigga. Now, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> or as the, you know, uh, <laughs> as the... Uh, <laughs> What's predictable to you, girl? Oh. Come on. Oh, God, there's so much. Um, the first thing that comes to mind... <laughs> why do black people always get animals and then give them away? Why do black people always get animals like a cat or a dog and then give the motherfucker away like in <laughs> eight or nine months? It's so funny because I know somebody. Shit. He scratched my baby or he bit my baby. <laughs> I know a person who had two dogs and they gave him away. <laughs> How long they have them dogs? Probably like three years. Well, he had the first one for like three three years. The second one came like a year and a half in. But she well, got rid of both of them dogs. Why do y'all do that? I don't know. Yeah, it's a black thing. I don't know if you realize it. It is. It be given, I don't got time for this nigga shit. Right. I ain't got time for this. Here. Time for this. Take my dog. No. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know. You know what's predictable to me? I already know when I go over somebody's house on Thanksgiving when I'm invited oh, that bitch I'm gonna see probably one of these three desserts. It's either gonna be <laughs> sweet potato pie, Yum. a caramel cake, or motherfucking yeah. pumpkin pie. Bitch, I ain't never had pumpkin pie. In my I house. don't eat me pie. either. I don't really but see pumpkin. There are people like that. who make it, and I'd be like, bitch, no. That must be them Spanish people in your family. That's <laughs> <laughs> making that, honey. That must be. The I normally see a pound cake, maybe. Pound cake is oh, another one. That's a fancy one. The pound cake. We don't make this on Thanksgiving, but like on Christmas or like another holiday, I always see like banana pudding or peach cobbler. Yes, peach mm-hmm. cobbler definitely, honey. Down. 
banana pudding? I don't know. That's kind of fancy too, honey. Bitch, banana pudding is so over to me. Okay. It is. Mm. I could eat it hot and cold. Like, I live with banana pudding. I, I know love the old school way when they put the banana pudding in the oven. Half these new hoes don't know how to make that one. You know, nah. some people actually make it like pudding though, and I don't fuck with that. Like, it's not like, you know, instant like actually pudding. like. Pudding and then put bananas in it. I think that's the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen version. That's the shit that you get from like sharks or JJ's fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, that that, that ghetto hood rat banana pudding. But I want like the real shit. The real shit. So uh, my girlfriend makes some banana pudding with chessmen cookies instead of vanilla wafers. Delicious. Over. Over. Delicious. Are you fancy, huh? Fans, huh? I got a question. What's with black people and the ob- obsession with grape soda? <laughs> Any grape kind of grape drink. Especially, especially what? Any kind of purple. What kind of grape grape drink you talking about? Any kind of purple, and they fucking lean. They lean purple, bitch. <laughs> lean is purple, looking like Fabuloso, bitch. <laughs> I can't. Okay, Pavloso purple, just that purple. Okay, in the motherfucking red plastic cup with ice, please. So predictable. So predictable. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm in the minority with this one, but I never really fuck with great flavor. Girl, that must be your Spanish sad. Yeah, I think I'm like, that's the the orange flavor soda coming like pineapple, child. Because I'm telling you, honey, when I tell you I didn't turn my little friend on to this uh, cran grape. Anytime we drink, we get two jugs of the cran grape anytime we drink any type of alcohol. (laughs) Oh, 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 your your friend. Oh, okay. Yes, my friend. Oh, okay. I said what I said. <laughs> when they have that two for four on that damn cran grape. Okay. Oh, have your okay. bonus card, bitch. Get bitch. your link card, honey. You better have an EBT ready. You know they only call, I think they only call it link in Illinois. Bitch, I wish I had an EBT, bitch. We oh, EBT would be over. Ready. How about that? Oh, yeah. Extra 145 a month, bitch. Go extra, ahead. Extra 200, bitch. That's very cute. That's Real what I used cute. to get in Chicago, yeah. $200. Bitch, my, mom used, to, my oh, mom used to get 500 Bitch. Yeah. Our refrigerator. Yeah. Our refrigerator was turning. <laughs> we'll be, we be in the motherfucking corner, so like, what everybody want? Nope. Get so snacks. <laughs> bitch, we <laughs> running this. Getting later. zebra cakes and shit. Come on. Honey oh, butter. I was enjoying one not too Cheetos. long ago. What? You were. What, a pickle? I was enjoying a nice zebra cake and a pickle. What no. is oh. with black people and theme party, like like colored par- white gold. party, a black and gold, a red and white affair? Black and uh, <laughs> No, all those colors. No, all three they of those. The red, red white, black, and, and gold. Blue with, and now it's blue. blue with a touch of gold. Right. With a when, niggas, niggas love gold and they love white because they think we look like angels. Exactly. So baby, anytime we money, can throw a gold in or a white, we gonna do it. They also love red and white. They do white with gold. They do white with gold. They got money. But I don't think y'all can relate to this on the level that I can because, bitch, my great auntie was married to Bishop Don Juan, the fucking pimp. And bitch, and everything was decked out green. in green and gold. Money green. Oh green God. and gold. Mm-hmm. Down. Like, she would wear green wig, green carpet. Like, she would cut up a motherfucking bathroom mat. 
And bitch, there'll be a skirt. See, but goodbye, Emery. I promise you. But you know what? No, the, the shade is. We're not. I got so tired of black, gold, red, green. The shade is. She ain't predictable as these niggas, though. How about that? I don't know about it may that. Be, it may be some nigga shit, but it's not predictable. You know what's some nigga shit? Cadillacs. Oh, that you <laughs> Baby, everybody's uncle or grandfather had one. Oh, you know, from that, especially in like the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Cadillac. That's so funny. I thought y'all. Oh, you know, you know, niggas went crazy when they came out with the Cadillac Escalade, bitch. Oh, it was like, oh, we got a truck now. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. It was over. Yeah, trying it. Yeah, you niggas are so you black people are so predictable that I know when y'all late that y'all coming in with some food. This <laughs> <laughs> why you speaking my life because because in y'all mind I'm already late so I might as well not be late. Stop and get me <laughs> no, bitch. On my part time job, literally every time this bitch be fifth somewhere between. 10 and 20 minutes late every fucking day that she relieves me. Mm-mm-mm. She come in with and food in her in hand. With, I, I know it. A whole like, bag of food. Mean. I'm like, bitch, this is, I literally had to pull to the side. I said, so is being on time going to be a problem to you? And Ooh. she gagged at me. Mm-hmm. Bitch, relieve me on time. That Give is me. hilarious. But no, yes, you, you hit that shit on the nail. Come in late with a whole motherfucking drink from Starbucks she or something. And it's crazy because she was probably 10 or 15 minutes late, but she was like, listen, fuck it. Let me stand on this line. Right. <laughs> I'm going to stand in this line, get this donut from Dunkin' Donuts. Donut. Coffee or whatever. Get the big breakfast mm-hmm. with um hotcakes from McDonald's. Hot you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, it's given black black people when you black people can't be rushed. It's in <laughs> our DNA. Wow. This, I, I blame people. it. I blame it on slavery. Oh God. It's, there's a resistance to be <laughs> rushed <laughs> in our DNA. It's given. Who are you talking to, nigga? Right. Bitch, you Goodbye. will not rush me. <laughs> Bye. Wait, black people always gotta have extra, extra cheese, extra sauce, <laughs> extra mild sauce. You damn extra right. Extra mayo. Extra, I literally extra, saw my auntie extra dress bitch at Subway because she was like, "Why the fuck are you being stingy with the meat? Give me some extra meat. Give me some extra fucking pickles." I'm like, you I just get her. Bitches be hungry. Extra. Bitch. Extra everything. Extra everything. everything. Extra dressing. My, extra my ranch dressing on my salad, bitch. Extra ranch. <laughs> when I get a frap at McDonald's, give me an extra caramel. Bitch, I know I that's true to me. I want this salad to be white. Bitch, I want my shit drenched like come <laughs> on a cone, bitch. You oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. I took, yeah. it, I took it too far. Should come on a cone. Black people. <laughs> Always want extra. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Cheese extra. So predictable. Actually, yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) It applies (laughs) to me. I love extra mouth sauce. I would like extra salt and pepper. Okay, and extra cheese at the movie theaters (laughs) on my nachos, please. Extra Extra butter on my popcorn. Extra butter on the popcorn. Okay. (laughs) I'm that bitch, literally. (laughs) No, they done said, fuck these people. I think up here, like, you do your own butter or some shit. We so... Oh, if I can do my own shit, bitch, they wouldn't have nothing left. Oh, they make you do your own butter. (laughs) And so... In Silver Spring, honey. Because the predictable thing about me, bitch, every restaurant I go to, I take silverware. Oh. 
Bitch, I'm oh, ghetto. Okay. Well, you know. Oh, that's a nice steak knife. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna call out this person, but I watched a bitch take one of the small uh cast iron skills and put them in a purse. Excuse me. Listen, those little those little small I cast iron dumb. skillets are sickening, honey. Yes, they are. Because you what know, the once they rust, they go bad. <laughs> yes, bitch, an egg, a quiche, a, a little baby. <laughs> bitch, which, I stole, I, I took one of those because I'm a like, bitch, they're so cute. Some grits. Oh, that's the one. We, oh. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, we, we definitely Goodbye. got one. We had one. Bitch, you can make some cheese grits in that, honey. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, y'all know, honey. Child, y'all so predictable. You so predictable. But um, why niggas always be like, who over there? It's a nigga thing. <laughs> It's, it's 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 a black thing. It'd be like, ooh, ooh all over there. It's giving nigga, you just you just trying to prepare. When you get to, there, you gonna see who all that. Yeah, but the thing about niggas is they trying to prepare before they get there. Because if it's some bitches I need to stun on, then let me prepare exactly. myself. Okay. <laughs> and that's another predictable thing. We like to stunt on hoes. We do. We do. We, do. we the people that bitch it like in high in school. If you didn't see my shoes the first time, bitch, I'm about to go sharpen my pencil okay. in front of the fucking class, bitch. You gonna see these shoes? <laughs> okay, okay, toot it. Yeah, motherfucking toot it. Maybe given what you say, Maybe teacher, like, I would like uh, to go first with my assignment. But that's the most ghetto part about inviting somebody black somewhere. They always got a a, a, que- a backup question. It's given well, you know, who all going? It's given, sweetie. Never mind, bitch. Don't come. Something, <laughs> some, another predictable thing to me is that I almost, almost, almost every time, like when I go to like somebody's like housewarming or a new place or the first time they there, I always hear a black person say, "Damn, this is nice. How much your rent here?" Ooh, damn. Niggas <laughs> is always asking about the rent how or rent? how much you pay for this. How much your rent? Yes, how much is your rent here? <laughs> That is white people don't talk about fucking finances. Like they don't. They don't talk about finances. They don't. It is so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. So many people have asked me that, even about my own apartment. Like, bitch, you not knowing my financials. (laughs) You you will not. So I already know. How much you pay for this? That's a predictable question to me. Yeah, black people ask. Oh, Bad people ask that about anything, though. How much was your car? How much was them shoes? How much was that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is sacred. No, how much? How did you get this? How much was your, your you got to connect? But, oh, but no, this is what really sends me. Because then once you give the price, they're giving. Oh, well, I could have found that for cheaper. Exactly. <laughs> That's what sends me. So you paid twenty dollars for that shirt. Oh, girl, I found that. I saw that in Walmart for like ten the other week, but I ain't want it. And then they be giving, bless your heart. And then I used to be like, bitch, I can afford it. I'm good. Girl, that low-key, my mom would be one of the people who'd be like, well, why you pay that much for that? Now I had to tell my mom one day, girl, did you buy it? Speaking, <laughs> okay. Speaking of, um, speaking of paying for something, I don't know why niggas do this. Nigga bitches, too. <laughs> but I have a, um, you know, I have my own clothing line, but I also have uh, a friend who's a designer who you know, makes clothes for a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. And the difference between his black customers and his white customers, the black people be like, why does it cost so much? It's given, <laughs> black people don't want to pay for shit that is is worth paying for. They rather buy it from somebody white 
and they be asking ignorant ass questions every time a black person got a business. Well, why? Well, why? <laughs> oh, he got his nerve charging ten dollars for a chicken biscuit. It's giving sweetie. That's actually deeper than you want to believe. Like, bitch, that speaks on how, for some reason, some, not all, some black people disqualify the worthiness of other black folks. Like, Absolutely. You can't be charging what the white man is charging. It can't be as high, as high quality as the white man shit because you selling it. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, Ooh. When it's basically... The same shit. Oh, Miss Lindsay, you alive? Been, we've been conditioned. Hello? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's back, bitch. Oh, she's back. <laughs> she, I never <laughs> left. she went underwater for a minute. Oh, he she was said, drowning. I was like, oh. He said, Are you alive? Can you move? This is like, Oh, she dodging bullets in the Matrix. <laughs> Again. Goodbye. I'm sorry, y'all didn't hear me. No. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn? <laughs> Where Brooklyn? At? Okay. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm, I am still here. Um, <laughs> no, I was just saying it's you know it's a systematic oppression that we that's been ingrained. It's a you know it's been, it's a cycle of that kind of thinking. You know, um, I'm. Well, my father used to say, you know, it's that white man's ice is colder syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know that ice is just ice. Oh, y'all niggas, but, uh, y'all niggas done went into a documentary. All I said was, <laughs> niggas. Well, if you want to know why, I'm telling you why. Y'all niggas you are. Know why I'm telling you y'all why. niggas are predictable. <laughs> and guess what? What? You broke as shit. <laughs> with your broke ass with your broke ass <laughs> you have a man that a nerd to say something about why, well, why the cost this much bitch cause I'm making it that's why because my labor costs yes my labor costs too yeah. ho y'all black people y'all black people are so predictable that I know that when y'all hear short it's because y'all had a bad perm when y'all was five. Oh, you know what <laughs> that's not true girl that's what the girls tell you you my know how many hair girls short. I cut? I've had hair all my life. My you know hair how many is girls short. I went to school with, and that's what they, all their stories was. Oh my god! <laughs> I, can't. I cut my hair after my mom died. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. That was t- that was tired, um, Jaren. It's the truth. That was tired, girl. What girl, else? that's what the girls get. What else is going on? <laughs> Child. Oh, about niggas and they um, predictable shit. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Um. Well, let me let me put it like this. Anytime, I, black people like to show off for their exes. Ooh. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't. And then it's you not. You think that's exclusive to black people? I do. Well, well, I don't. I'm not saying white people don't do it, but I'm just black people. They be they go out of their motherfucking way. To show off. That's just how they are. They're extra. It's giving, you know, oh, this oh, he gonna be there. Oh, I'm about to walk down the block. And and, and, I'm, and and I'm speaking from the experience of like, you know, I got tons of uncles and you know, and and I see the way that they, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you they're kind of messy. Like mm-hmm. black people are kind of like mm-hmm. it's giving girl, you're so predictable. 
another predictable <laughs> thing to me is almost every black household I go to got a drawer or a cabinet that's full of packets of sauce that oh they ain't never going to use. Con- no condiments. <laughs> condiments. I just do so- no, I make sure I throw all of that out. Oh, yeah, because you're not black. <laughs> or, or just a drawer full of shit, period. That just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, no, 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 no. Everybody got a drawer full of shit. A drawer full of old mail that they ain't never opened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just and random shit. Yeah. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. Oh, another predictable thing, bitch. At the bottom of every bitch kitchen motherfucking um cabinets. Oh god. Grocery bags full of plastic. Uh, <laughs> yes, Lord. Sometimes you need so a motherfucking bag, bitch. You need an extra bag. Look, they make conditioning caps. Black folks buy garbage bags and then still keep the motherfucking grocery bags from the store. Okay, bitch. If you uh-huh. got a, if you got a problem with the way I am, say it to my face. <laughs> I'm not- Bitch, no, like everybody name. I know does it. Okay. I, and I thought about it one day, like, bitch, why we be keeping all these bags? And yeah, let me tell you something Target got the best motherfucking shopping bags to keep, bitch. They're, <laughs> they do. They're, they're thick, sturdy. They're, they're thick. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't like that um that bag that says thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No. Mm-mm. No, yeah. Some of them bags be ripping easy. She's cheap. Okay. But you know, the corner store or, the, you know, the bodega, they always got them black bags. The black bags. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the bags you put on your head while you conditioning your hair. Oh, okay. Store, the black bags work when you conditioning your hair, baby. The I liquor, promise you it, dude. The liquor store one, honey. Okay. It's the right size for your head. Okay. We ain't even talk about black folks and they love a brown liquor. Oh. Yeah. Yes, they and do and love a brown liquor, liquor set. Even if it's cheap. And they know oh, yeah. that when they on dark liquor, that's when the police got to be called. Right. But they will have a whole jug of Hennessy there. And let me just t- no, sweetie, more. you're being nice. They have E&J. They, you're, you're being nice, sweetie. They don't, they don't have that E&J one. is very specific, but it's true. E&J, baby. Crown Apple. Oh, crown, oh, yes. Both of those. You're right. I grew up on that. Crown Apple, Crown make me sick. Not I grew up That's on that. That's some rock gut I, Well, I mean, I grew up seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't drinking at the age, but I saw it. Another thing I grew up around was <laughs> my grandparents smoked weed around me. Oh. Like What? Yes, they <laughs> And so I just thought it was a norm that somebody in the family smoked weed. It's predictable during like every... um. Holiday, the group of cousins are walking away. Talking about, um, let's to go. let's take a walk My to the store. Let's, let's go outside. Let's go outside real quick. Let's walk to the store. Mm-hmm. Bitch, y'all going to smoke? I wish I I had that kind of family. I didn't have the kind of family. That oh, I'm from the south side of Chicago. In front of me, honey. Yes, I would south. live for it. Well, I got family on the south and west side of Chicago. Oh my so, god! Oh, the guess isn't, isn't that the two worst sides? Uh, watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Sorry. Well, it's facts, though. It's facts. It's Fendi facts. <laughs> Goodbye. It's Fendi hey. Facts. Oh, look at Lindsay over there with her um pink um outfit on. <laughs> oh, no. She's wearing pink every day. Is hey. she rolling a blunt? <laughs> Goodbye. I just seen her doing a harmonica thing. Y'all any got any more predictable things on well, the docket? Yeah, I do. Black people always gotta wear some type of bonnet or scarf on their head when they go to sleep. Oh, when they got hair. 
Uh, that's because we don't want our hug. I'm kidding. I'm talking about uh, Lindsay. Because oh. <laughs> I have my scarf on, y'all. Listen, <laughs> it's what it is. Okay. And Lindsay put that sucker on a second she get in the house because I ain't never seen her in that apartment without it all. No. I'm old, yeah. <laughs> always. I'm always in a state of relaxation. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm old. Speaking don't forget, of, I'm the oldest swallow here. Don't do that. That's true. Speaking of predictable, it's predictable to me when black folks, when they read the instructions and they say use a dime size amount, and bitch, it ain't never no. a dime size. Because honestly, that ain't a Y'all thing. be looking at that shit like, fuck you, dog. It's giving to child that on. heavy-handed on everything. It's giving that on sound right, honey. You put a little <laughs> bit more in there. <laughs> they be giving it, that must be for the white folks. That ain't yeah, it's going to put a little bit more in there, honey, because honestly, <laughs> so predictable. Size. I ain't going to do nothing. Right. Yeah. Oh. Black people are so predictable that when they're not sure what to cook something on, they're just gonna put it on three seventy five. Right. <laughs> I thought it was three fifty. Okay. Yeah, because if you cook it slow, you can't go wrong. Right. Okay. Period. Y'all niggas can't cook. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we're gonna wrap this up, you guys. Um. Yeah, black folks are predictable, but I love us to the end. Um, some of these stereotypes might be true for you. It may not. I don't speak for all black people. We have people in the Caribbean. We have people all over in Africa. Well, the originating mother continent. Okay. <laughs> but but this is mostly about black Americans. What, what type of black, Lizzie? Diasporic. Diaspora <laughs> blacks. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, it was fun. I enjoy you, Swallowers. And until next time. Lizzie, you're such the epitome of black women. Ooh. I am the epitome, honey. Girl, leave her alone. Not the epitome. <laughs>